step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back to another episode of the College Gridiron Showcase Watchlist Show, presented by the NUC NFL Draft Bible, show number 14 here on this October the 6th of 2016. Uh, again, we'll be focusing on the tight ends for today. Again, the CGS Watchlist show is presented by the NUC NFL Draft Bible. Visit NFLDraftBible.com. Uh, again, for a 30-day free trial, you can use the promo code DRAFT2016. And, of course, if you missed it, we did drop our watch list. And uh, last week we expanded the watch list. Uh, now over 620 players, and it could be viewed at cgsallstar.com, where it isn't too late to nominate a player as well. So, again, if you're a player tuning in or you know of a player that may be interested in going out to Bedford, Texas, and um, performing for four or five days in front of NFL, CFL scouts, um, visit cgsallstar.com. It's very easy, and uh, you could recommend a player there. Um, and, of course, the College Gridiron Showcase kicks off January 7th, goes on through January 11th in Bedford, Texas. It's the fourth year that this uh, event is going on. So uh, go ahead, check it out. Also, don't forget, for the best NFL draft coverage, visit NFLDraftBible.com. Established in 2002, NFL Draft Bible has been bringing you the names that you need to know first since 2002, uh, which is something the College Gridiron Showcase also takes a lot of pride in as well, bringing you guys the names that you need to know, uh, the names that will uh, maybe, maybe a lot of people aren't high on or, or don't know about right now, but uh, soon enough you will be seeing them in an NFL uniform near you. So uh, again, visit NFLDraftBible.com. You can use the 30-day free promo code DRAFT2016 for a limited time only. You can also use the promo code FOOTBALL2016 for 50% off for life. I know that is ending very soon, so go ahead and uh, check that out. Log on NFLDraftBible.com. As always, I am your host, Chris Shanafel, and joining the show now, um, ladies and gentlemen, again, we're going to be talking tight ends. We'll be uh, joined by the co-owners, the co-founders of the game, uh, Craig Red and Jose Jefferson, in just a moment. Um, but, again, we're going to be talking about tight ends. Last week we had wide receivers. The week prior, running backs. The week before, quarterbacks. Today we will be focusing on the tight ends. Uh, and, you know, the CGS, we, we break down each and every positional group and uh, looking at the past uh, for the College Gridiron Showcase, um, they, they've had quite a few tight ends uh, play in this play in this uh, event. Um, you know, off the top of my head, I remember, uh, of course, um, Kennard Backman from uh, UAB. Uh, I believe he spent a year with the Green Bay Packers, uh, maybe a free agent right now. Um, more recently, though, a couple guys, Gabe. Uh, Gabe Holmes, now with the Oakland Raiders. I know his season's over. He's on IR. He's another guy. Got his opportunity at the CGS. 
Um, how about Garrett Griffin, a guy from Air Force, now on the New Orleans Saints practice squad, um, coming to the event, played uh, quarterback there at the uh, at Air Force, and now is in the league um, playing tight end. Um, so you, you could come to the College Gridiron Showcase, and you could have success. Um, you know, whether you're 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 playing your natural position that you college, or, or you're going to be uh, thrown into a new position at the pro level and you give it a shot there. These guys have proven that. Neil Sterling, another guy um, now with the Jacksonville Jaguars. But, again, we are joined by one of the co-founders of the game. Uh, he is Jose Jefferson. And, uh, Jose, when, when looking at the tight end group um, that you guys have kind of put together over the past couple of years, like I mentioned, um, Gabe Holmes now with the Oakland Raiders, uh, Garrett Griffin now with the New Orleans Saints, I mean, what, what were a couple of things that you've seen out of these guys uh, when, they, when they participated in your guys' event? Honestly, that, that they were great athletes. Um, <clears throat> those guys could, you know, if they slimmed down, they could be solid receivers. And if they bulked up, they could be, you know, decent, decent linemen. I mean, because they, they had the, the goods to do everything that the tight end position requires. And, it, and it's, it's become a trickier position, um, Nowadays, because, you know, with you guys like Gronk or, or Graham, you know, uh, even Gates for that matter, to where it's become more of a receiving position, uh, a hybrid flex type. But those guys are, are, you know, hand in the dirt at one play and then they're stand-up receivers the next. So I, I think that, I mean, people kind of sleep on the tight end, but I, I honestly feel that they're probably some of the better athletes on the team because they have to do so many different things. Become, like you said, a, a much uh, bigger, and the position has much impact nowadays than it ever has. Um, and, and, you know, they say the more you can do, uh, like you said, playing, you know, uh, having the guy in the backfield as fullback, tailback, uh, you know, playing them out wide. I mean, whatever you can do. I mean, and I said Garrett Griffin out of Air Force, uh, played quarterback there at Air Force, came to the CGS, uh, you know, makes the transition to tight end. Um, was there anything specific that you've seen out of him that, that kind of uh, that, that made you believe, you know what, this is a guy that can actually get it done and could get an opportunity at the next level? Um, his size. I mean, you know, they, like I said, uh, again, I can't, I can't stress on how athletic these guys are. Um, you know, I mean, obviously when we think of quarterback now, you either think of a drop back guy or a, a mobile guy, but we never say athlete. And, um, you know, I thought he was an athlete that, I mean, we had a kid just last year at CGS, Kyle Washington, who was, um, quarterback at, uh, San Angelo, San Angelo state. Um, and, he is six six. I want to say he was about two thirty, two twenty five, two thirty, and he got picked up by the Philadelphia Eagles as a tight end. You know, and um, so I, I'm really thinking that um, that's where that trend is coming to where they're starting to see. Well, not only do these guys they can run an offense, they're going to be able to understand the position because as a quarterback, you have to know what all their ten guys are doing. And to put a quarterback at tight end, especially if he has the size and athletic, athletic ability, all he has to do is focus on that one position. So that makes him pretty valuable. Yeah, and again, I think the tight end position is more valuable nowadays than ever has been before. And Rob Gronkowski, Jimmy Graham, uh, there's certainly um, that case. Um, Jose, before we let you go, I know we just got fresh off of a conference call. Any late, any late developments or, or any 
uh, news surrounding the College Gridiron Showcase uh, this week? What, what should the, the listeners uh, stay tuned for uh, in the near future? Um, that, you know, we're, we're doing just like, um, you know, all the other games that are going on. We're getting our list ready and our invites ready. Um, we're scouting pretty hard. Um, obviously, yourself and Rick and Craig, uh, myself, have been scouring games. Um, the main thing is probably going to be some sponsorship announcements here, probably closer to the end of the month. And um, just some updates with, um, like, how we're going to – go about our scrimmages, maybe some new additions with our coaches. And that's one of the things that we'll probably do is um, announce some of our coaching staff and then possibly have them on the show as well. But um, it's, it's uh, what about 90, 91 days. <laughs> exactly. I yeah. Guess hey, today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'll, it'll be, be here 90... before you know it, January 7th, yeah. it'll be 11. <laughs> uh, again, for more information, visit cgsallstar.com it's all right there the, the watch list of over 620 prospects the contact information for your health and Craig Red um, very easy to get in touch with you guys and, and again I mean it, before we know it we'll be in better my friend thanks as always for uh, jumping on the show you bet we'll talk soon absolutely there he goes one of the co-founders of the College Gridiron Showcase and Symposium Jose Jefferson, and uh, with that said, again, I am your host, Chris Shanafelt. Got uh, both Joe Everett and Rick Saratella of NFL Draft Bible on the Defiance Field Hotline. We're talking tight ends today, you guys, and uh, we'll start off, uh, Rick. Who would you uh, nominate as your CGS tight end uh, performer of the week? Well, Chris, first off, thanks for having me on the show. Secondly, that was a great intro with Jose. Third of all, I would just like to reiterate that uh, one of the unique aspects of the College Gridiron Showcase this year, in addition uh, to being director of player personnel for the rosters, uh, NFL Draft Bible, our staff here, will be uh, doing the videography, the live stream coverage, behind the scenes, on location, bringing you these stories uh, of players, not just between the sidelines, but off the field. Uh, We're going to be hanging out with them in between practices, getting up close and personal with them in their daily lives as they prepare for the NFL. And it's going to be somewhat of a transparent process, which is really cool. And uh, I'm just, I'm just really excited to work with you guys and bring in uh, live stream coverage of this event. Like it's never been done before. And it's just a can't stop, won't stop kind of day. And uh, my, College Gridiron Showcase Tight End Performer of the Week, keeping the UAB name fame alive, Gerald Everett, Joe, <laughs> your long lost cousin. <laughs> I hope I didn't steal your thunder today because this guy, it's hard not to name him the Performer of the Week from so- South Alabama, uh, the big six foot four, two hundred and forty pound tight end is just got scouts salivating over his skill set, a five-catch, 103-yard performance uh, over San Diego State University this past week, and he now has a dozen touchdown catches for his career. And I got to be honest, fellas, I I do not think that this young man is a candidate for the College Gridiron Showcase. I do believe he will be playing in the Senior Bowl, but he is my College Gridiron Showcase Performer of the Week. 
Well, you, you stole a little bit of my thunder there, uh, Rick. And, of course, Gerald Every, he's a, one of those guys, you know, they say big-time players make big-time plays in big-time uh, big games, and he certainly did that uh, this past week against San Diego State. He did that week one against Mississippi State as well. I know he had a touchdown in that game and uh, quite a few receptions in that, that game as well. Uh, again, a fantastic receiving option for South Alabama. Uh, but with that said, um, I'll go to Louisville, and, uh, of course, everybody had their eyes on uh, that, that Louisville and Clemson uh, game. And I thought that uh, the, the Louisville Cardinals tight end, Cole Hikatini uh, from San, uh, Sacramento State uh, transfer, I thought he had a, a very nice game. I mean, he, he was Lamar Jackson's go-to uh, throughout that game towards the end in their final possession on third down. Uh, Lamar Jackson tries finding him in the end zone. Uh, unfortunately, did not convert, but uh, – I believe he had about eight receptions for uh, a little over 80 yards in that game against Clemson, a very tough Clemson defense uh, uh, this past weekend um, in their loss to Clemson. Uh, but, uh, Joe, what about you? I mean, uh, again, no re- no relation to Gerald Everett, but, of course, we got the Joe Everett on here as well. Uh, who would you say is your uh, CGS tight end performer of the week uh, from this past week in college football, Joe? Uh, you guys like reading right off the notes in the script. I love it. I had Hickatini listed, and of course, I have my namesake uh, Gerald Everett doing the family name very well against the Aztecs. Uh, I think like the the both the guys you brought up, they're doing it against really good defenses. So that's what I think really credits them. But I'm just gonna go chalk here then. Uh, Evan Ingram. Every single week he's getting it done. I know he's already very highly up the list and probably another guy that's a, a elite senior bowl, but still three touchdowns the last three games. I think they'll have this week off, but another guy. If you're getting a touchdown against the Bama defense, uh, you're getting a touchdown against a healthy Florida State Seminoles defense, and that was the earlier game, and I mean, that's that's just good competition. He's a little slight-framed. I mean, is he that Jordan Reed kind of like H-back deal, uh, not a traditional tight end? I don't know that he's a, a drive blocker at the moment. He's probably going to have to work on that, but his receiving skills, uh, leading the country in catches for tight ends, I believe. Evan Ingram, uh, flat-out stud, and uh, he's just doing nothing but adding to his cause. Yeah, one of the top tight ends in the country without a doubt. So there we have the CGS tight end uh, performers of the week. Again, Gerald Everett, Cole Hikatini, Evan Ingram of Ole Miss. Um, moving on to the risers at the tight end position. I mean, we are here we are about a month into the college football season, a little over a month into the college football season. Um, who, who, who is a guy or two, Rick, that is uh, really – started to rise up your draft board um, again, you know, a little over a month into the season. Well, the one guy that I just love every time I watch is Jeremy Sprinkle out of Arkansas. I think he's one of the more underheralded uh, tight ends from a media standpoint, because there are a lot of very good tight ends uh, this year's class and maybe some underclassmen who are going to declare. So Sprinkle not getting the uh, mainstream love, but he has a lot of love here in my heart because uh, I love everything this guy brings to the table. I mean, he's he's gigantic at six foot six, two hundred and sixty pounds. He can jump through the gymnasium. If you're familiar with this player, you might be familiar with his uh, YouTube videos out there floating around that uh, you can catch him blocking 
field goal kicks where he is just out jumping people by enormous lengths. So when you talk about uh, a third third down a red machine, a red zone target, uh, this guy does need to improve his blocking. He has to get better footwork. But, I mean, the athleticism, and he's maintained that athleticism despite adding 50 pounds since arriving at Arkansas. He came in at 6'6", 205. He's now in that 260-pound range. So uh, this guy is just a humongous target. I think that he will develop his blocking enough to be adequate at the NFL and maybe a potential starter at the next level if he can tap into some of that development and maximize his potential. Hey, if Hunter Henry is a second-round pick, I think this guy is definitely going to get drafted, maybe a day-three prospect. And, boy, I would love to see him compete and perform at the College Gridiron Showcase. The other guy I'll throw out there, you know, I might I might be stealing some of your thunder. I'll just touch base on him slightly, Chris. But Eric Salbert from Drake, this mm-hmm. kid is, is just, I mean, putting up an incredible season. Uh, 33 catches, 428 yards already for the Bulldogs. But what's more intriguing is he has a chance to make the NFL as a long snapper. And that versatility right there is going to go a long way towards him making an NFL team. And I think 18 of his first 19 practices, there was an NFL scout in attendance. So Eric Salbert is definitely a name you need to know. And I'll just piggyback off right there, uh, Rick. I mean, uh, I said it in the beginning of the show, the can do, and obviously at end position, especially nowadays, they're at do so much, whether it's, you know, blocking, receiving, playing, uh, you know, in the backfield, you know, play some fullback. Um, and then also, you got long snapping as well for some of these guys like Eric Saubert, uh, you know, by far Drake's leading wide receiver. Um, this is a guy that you can split out. And, you know, he does have the athleticism to, uh, you know, make some plays down the field. Uh, you know, obviously this is a very raw still. If you ask me, I think this is a guy that is probably more of a late round prospect, maybe even a priority free agent, but, as you said, the NFL interest is there. Scouts have been uh, at Drake, and, yeah, he's not playing the, the best competition. I mean, the Pioneer Football League isn't the, the toughest conference in college football, but uh, what he's been able to do so far this season, he's a guy that even though a lot of guys uh, pay, pay close attention to FCS football, I think this is, this is even the guy that uh, not too many of, uh, of, of small school football watchers even knew much about, but it, it's kind of hard to – ignore what he's been able to do this season, uh, you know, five weeks in for Drake. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm also a, a big fan of Eric Saubert from Drake, um, and he's certainly a guy that is rising uh, week by week, uh, especially with, you know, how he's been able to perform to start the year. Um, so certainly a, a riser on my board. Um, Joe, what about you? Who, who's the tight end that's been rising over the last few weeks that uh, you, you'd like to uh, throw out there? Well, I'll give you a riser and a slider. Uh, uh, Michael Roberts, Toledo, you guys know I'm going matching. Uh, Kid already's got five touchdowns on the year. I think he's got legit ball skills, just really soft hands, uh, knack for finding holes out in coverage, uh, and does a good job of recognizing when it's man, when it's zone, and when he can just break on in. Uh, the not top-end speed is what I'm seeing. Uh, I don't like his body build. seems like he's a little... A little chunky. Maybe he's got Joe's diet. I don't know what that's about, but 
So I think limited after the catch, but he's a real thick kid, difficult to get a handle on. He can break a few tackles after the catch, and he really does just have some nifty hands. So that Michael Roberts, the Toledo, he's uh, definitely a guy to see coming up the board a little bit. And then just the guy we've been watching, we mentioned him earlier in the year, Johnny Smith, FIU. I've seen some big-time drops, and for a guy that's not – a legit two-way tight end, more of a faux receiver, you you need to be displaying some better ball skills than that. I'm looking at the IU game specifically. That was a would-be touchdown that he just uh, hit him right on the chest. So kind of inexplicable stuff for Johnny Smith, who's supposed to be a gifted receiver. He's definitely a guy, a draftable type player. It's just uh, I'm not seeing it yet. So uh, looking at you, Johnny Smith, pick it up. And, you know, Joe, I want to just jump in there and follow up on that because I was watching some of that FIU game this past week, and my concerns really are are with his size and his frame. And, uh, you know, I know one kid who passed through the College Gridiron Showcase was Neil Sterling out of Monmouth, and he he translated into a wide receiver at the next level. I see this guy, I mean, he he is really a a tight end in a wide receiver frame. I think he was even lining up outside – on a few snaps. I'm just curious because when I was watching him play, Joe, I was saying to myself, this guy does not have the bulk or the frame uh, to really block anybody. I just don't know how much value he has at the tight end position. And then I worry about if he is to convert to the wide receiver, you know, at least Neil Sterling had the speed. I don't know if Smith has the speed or not. We'll have to wait, I guess, until his uh, combine or, or, or pro day testing. But just your thoughts. Are you concerned with his frame overall, just how it translates to the NFL level? Oh, exactly. I mean, he is a tweener. And if you're going to be a tweener, you need to have the wide receiver skills to back it up. And I just don't think he does. And I think I would agree, too, the explosion, I'm not seeing it either. So a guy that's stuck between two positions, uh, master a none kind of thing so it's uh that's why i believe johnny smith might be sliding on a lot of people's boards right now yeah the, the florida international uh and uh you know having a lot of questions so far to start the season uh so there's joe either and a slider on the college red iron showcase watch list show focusing on the tight ends here uh rick is, is there a, a, a tight end a new addition to the cgs watch list that uh you're, you're really excited about well, yeah, there's a few guys here, you know, I don't think we discussed on the first show. And, you know, Salbert, I know, was a, was a new addition. And uh, a couple guys here, George Kittle from Iowa. Uh, you talk about a prototypical Iowa Hawkeye tight end. Uh, I know Craig was at the Rutgers-Iowa game, and, and we discussed him a little bit, but it, it's everything you would expect. You see what – uh, Fedorowicz is doing now with the Texans. He just had a big uh, uh, touchdown catch this past week. So you see a lot of similarities in George Kittle's game. Uh, tremendous blocker and then the uh, with the ability to catch the ball. I mean, he has 11 catches this year, 210 yards, a, a pair of touchdowns. So he, he adds that pass-catching uh, threat and, you know, maybe not a starter at the next level, but I take a look at George Kittle and I see a guy – who can be a, a solid backup at the next level. And then another guy I got to see personally, I mean, I'll speak on two guys that I had a chance to see personally this season. Um, Colin Thompson out of Temple, 
by a Florida, began over with the Gators. Just one catch this season, but uh, he might have the, the blocking skill set uh, to make a practice squad or 53-man roster as a blocker as well. And then Faison Odom from Fordham, who is on the complete opposite spectrum, uh, I did not see – I was not happy with his blocking when I observed Fordham uh, with their game against Navy. But uh, he's, he's struggling a little bit this year. Um, not, as, not as involved in the offense – as we as much as he was last year, as much as we'd like to see, but still the the raw athleticism. We just talked about this on our um, private conference call, and you know it's no secret that the raw athleticism. Somebody's gonna want to work with that that lump of clay and, and mold this kid, and the athleticism's here. And I truly believe his best football is ahead of him. But right now. Uh, he is a borderline day three undrafted free agent guy and uh, definitely on the Cosgrid Iron Showcase watch list radar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cer- certainly going to take some time. Could turn into a, a pretty damn good player, but like you said, uh, pr- a pretty raw prospect, not not as involved into the, uh, the Fordham offense as uh, at least I expected him to be to start the season. And, uh, you know, obviously when, when you're a team, you're going to be running the ball a lot with a running back like Chase Edmonds, arguably the best in the FCS, that's, that's you know, you're, you're definitely going to want to showcase your ability to block. Um, that, that's for sure. Joe, what, what about you? Is there any new additions to the CGS watch list uh, you got your eye on? Yeah, the, I, I made it out with one. You guys have been uh, uh, hunting and pecking away at my list, but I still got some left. Uh, the Mason Shrek, Buffalo. I had a chance to watch that, that Army game, and, He's just a real long frame kid, finds the football well. I think he's capable of driving his man off the point in blocking situations. I don't know that he's going to be some dominator by any means, but, you know, Lance Leopold running a solid program up in Western New York. Uh, the Buffs gigantic QB there. Uh, I'm slipping on his name. I think he's like a redshirt frosh or sophomore, but uh, he's finding this Shrek kid, and uh, I really like what he's got. He's, he's the one of those, uh, I think, the very last edit we made to the list. And it's like, who is this Mason Shrek? I'm going to have to at least watch a game here. And, yeah, I really like what I saw uh, in that Army game. And I think that's another guy even watching the game there talking, yeah, there's some Unifil scouts here to see this player. Granted, they could say that about a lot of players, but it does kind of validate us adding him onto the list. So, yeah, I think Shrek, well, he's proven he's the little player. I'm definitely going to have to watch some more buffs this year. Not going to find a better name than that, uh, at least in the group tight ends as well on the CGS watch list. Um, now, now let's move on. Before we end the show, you guys, let's move on and talk about the tight end matchups that we're going to be an eye on this week. Uh, I'll start off, Rick, we, we already talked FCS tight end that's getting some looks in phase on Odom. I'll talk about a player that's probably just about the complete opposite of Odom, and that's uh, Duncan Fletcher from Furman. Furman, they're still searching for their first victory of the season. They're taking on Samford, and uh, uh, Duncan Fletcher, he's more of a blocking tight end. He'll go out, he'll catch a couple passes a game, but uh, mo- most of his work is done in the blocking game, and he'll have his uh, it'll certainly have his uh, job work for him uh, as uh, the Sanford's defense has a couple of outside linebackers that'll uh, make it a very long day for the time out of Furman. So that's certainly a game that I'm going to be keeping an eye on. There's a couple of players there on Fur- uh, at, at Furman as well uh, to keep an eye on as well. But but that tight end, Duncan Fletcher versus this uh, Sanford uh, pass rush, 
uh, those two outside linebackers is certainly something to watch out for, especially if you're a fan of the blocking game when it comes to tight ends. Uh, Rick, what, what is the matchup that you're going to be keeping an eye on uh, for this weekend? Well, of course, we have uh, our correspondent, Miami Mike, on location in Boston College with Clemson, undefeated Clemson coming into town, and Leggett over there is going to be an interesting uh, tight end prospect to watch. He's a borderline first-round guy, but the matchup I have on my mind is looking at the Cosgridiron Showcase watch list, which you can find online at cgsallstar.com, and it's not too late. To nominate players either, you can uh, nominate your players there as well. Um, you know, a, guy, a couple guys here playing each other. How about Washington, Oregon? Uh, you know, listen, this Washington football team is going to be around uh, the top of the rankings for a long time. The super sophomore Browning at quarterback, uh, there's a lot of things to like. But how about his tight end, Darnell Daniels? Six foot four, two forty six, and uh, you know Joe talked about master of no trades. Well, you know I'm not sure this guy is gonna wow you at any particular thing, but he can do a little bit of everything pretty well. And I think he has value at the next level. I think there's a lot of prospects on this Washington football program that you guys are gonna come to find out about between now and the end of the season. But on the other side of the ball, Oregon, how about the story of Farrell Brown uh, basically, you know, ripped the muscle off of his bone and his leg, a a really gruesome injury, uh, was not sure if his career was going to be over. And while he's not back fully 100%, it's good to see him contributing in some kind of way because he was at one time considered one of the premier tight end prospects in all of the country. So Farrell Brown, I mean, nine catches for a buck three and a touchdown this year, but, you know, going up against uh, the Huskies and, and uh, the, the Ducks, that's going to be a matchup. We have two guys on the college gridiron showcase radar, and we only have so many spots. So uh, that's going to be the matchup I'm keeping my eye on and, Chris, I don't know if you're on location this week or not, but I know the next couple of weeks here we got a bunch of guys on location at a, at a, all kinds of different games, the college football schedule, the, the interconference play is starting to pick up scheme, and uh, the college gridiron showcase is right around the corner. So we're going to be on location across the nation. Can't stop, won't stop. Follow us on Twitter at NFL Draft Bible for everything we do, and uh, really, really enjoying myself here today, fellas. <laughs> Absolutely, it's always always a pleasure. Hey, before we close things out, Joe, did, did you have matchups you want to throw out there? Uh, just a couple. I'm sure everyone's gonna be watching Alabama, Arkansas with OJ Howard and Jeremy Sprinkle, but uh, you know I'm loving my matching. I'm gonna be watching Toledo at Eastern Michigan. That's right. We mentioned Michael Roberts, the Toledo tight end. I know he's not on the watch list, just something to watch for for future years. EMU has some freak nature tight end, six foot seven freshman Nigel Kilby, that is just a matchup nightmare. Uh, just watching him lately, I just can't stop it. So you know, believe it or not, guys, Eastern Michigan is starting to play a little bit of football. So I, I figured, you know, freak nature tight ends worth a watch, and you know, you also get to watch Michael Roberts at the same time. There you go. There you go. Got to love the action coming from Joe Everett, the guru. Special thanks to Joe. Special thanks to Rick Saratella. 
for, of course, uh, joining the show each and every week. Again, the College Gridiron Showcase takes place January 7th, goes on through the 11th in Bedford, Texas. Visit cgsallstar.com for more information to contact the co-founders of the game or if you want to check out the watch list of over 620 prospects. It's all right there, cgsallstar.com. Of course, this show is presented by the NFL Draft Bible, nfldraftbible.com. Uh, the, the deal is ending very soon. Save 50% off for life by using the promo code FOOTBALL2016. Or if you want to just get a taste of what we're about, you can use the promo code 2016 for a 30-day free trial. The NFL Draft Bible, bringing you the names that you need to know first since 2002. Uh, General, as always, thank you guys for your time, and uh, here's to another week of some great college football action. Game on. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.